Oh, cool. Because I'm also thinking about like you're going to introduce it, like you introduce it, but we're just going to talk, aren't we? We're just going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. You need to need to tilt the mic this way a bit. This way a yeah, little exactly. bit. Okay. You're, you're, you're pointing it. It's not into the side then. Into no, the no, top. No, it's into definitely the top. into the top. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I got you. You got me. Yeah. Fine. Well, I will. In, I'll introduce it a bit now, but mm. I'll leave that bit in as well. Oh, good. Welcome everyone to the CrossFit Buff Podcast. Uh, today, joined by a very special guest, the one and only Mr. Jack Rolls. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Rolls with a W. That's it. A load of people say Rowls, but there's no A in it, so Rolls is probably the best way. Yeah. See, see how careful I was as, as I approached <laughs> it. Jack, I was fine. Yeah. No, so, yeah, that's the easy bit. No worries with that. Um, now, I know, I know you're a little bit nervous to the point that you wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweating. It anxiety. Was just, it just caught me. I was like, what am I going to say? And then I thought, well, it doesn't really matter now because it's about one o'clock in the morning. So I just head back to sleep and we'll deal with it in a couple of days time. But yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I think I just woke up and unfortunately you were the first person I thought of. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll take that as a compliment or not, but <laughs> thank you. Um, but let's start then with some warm up questions. We'll just ease into this very, very nicely. First simple warm up question is peanut butter, crunchy, smooth, covered in chocolate. Um, I don't eat hardly any chocolate. So it I just thought you were about to say peanut butter. It oh. doesn't really float my boat. I don't eat very much peanut butter, but if I was to eat some peanut butter, it would be crunchy. Okay. Do you want me to go up with the backup question of Marmite or Marmalade? Oh, Marmite every day. Okay. That's that's a decent one. Yeah. That, that's the decent one. Yeah. yeah. The Marmite comes out the cupboard more than the crunchy peanut butter. That's for it. sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so it's interesting because the only times we've spoken about Marmite on the podcast, I believe, is every time I found the people that are like me that I thought didn't exist. Because, you know, there's the whole love it or hate it. Okay. And the only people I've ever spoken to about Marmite on the podcast were people like me that are kind of, take it or leave it, to be honest. Like, I don't um, love it, don't hate it. No, it's like I'm good with Marmite. There's no hate at all. I mean, if... I mean, we'll probably get into this later, but like, I've changed like the way I eat loads of stuff through coming to this blooming place. Um, and... Uh, toast and marmite like straight home from work would be like four or five times a week because i loved it um i had a marmite t-shirt when i was a kid i loved it but um yeah nowadays you know again if if it's there and if it's available then i'll probably pick that over the peanut butter okay well it's there it's available that's your pick (laughs) marmite me up then (laughs) so we're just going to pause the podcast for a few minutes while i run home (laughs) and find some marmite so uh, is it your anniversary today it is Congratulations. Thank you very much. Oh, don't congratulate me as Emma. She, <laughs> she puts up with you. <laughs> she puts up with me. Yeah. 11 years. Today. 11 years. That's all right, isn't it? That is good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to program an oh, wow. anniversary workout that you and Emma have to take on together. Oh, wow. What would it be? What would you include? It doesn't need to be precise, but what, what movements would you include? What kind of thing would it be? Um, I mean, I don't know if Emma would be keen on this at all, but. I don't know. You'd have to just do loads of 11 of stuff, wouldn't you? Surely. You'd have like... You'd base it on the number of years and not like the date or anything like that. No, I don't think so. Although... number of years. Although November is 11 as well. True. (laughs) That works. Yeah, so I guess you'd just have to do like, I don't know, like some some kettlebell swings. Em's right on kettlebell swings, actually. Yeah, some kettlebell swings, some deadlifts. Um, I mean, I love box jumps, so I'd chuck some box jumps in there somewhere. Um, yeah, and a few bits like that, I guess. Nothing too complex. I don't want to be there like 
We're not only here for two hours. Probably want to go out and celebrate the anniversary. Yeah, so it could be very short. 11 so, minutes. 11 minutes. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we'll just do a little AMRAP for that. That'd be all good, I think. Okay, nice. I like it. So, obviously, you are a power couple within the box. <laughs> You're not the only one. No. If you had to go head-to-head oh, with wow. another power couple. Crikey. And I will leave the definition of power couple entirely up to you. Who's it going to be? God, I'm trying to think who... The, probably the best couple's got to be Trolls and Andy there, hasn't it? Surely. I mean, I'm, I apologise already to everybody that I may have mess, missed and left out, but yeah, Andy and Trolls are brilliant, aren't they? So, I mean, it'd be cool to do, I wouldn't say so much against, but with them, a big wad together would be ace, I think. That's nice. Okay, maybe you'll yeah. form a team, a little four-person team. Yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Take, a, take a run at the games. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm not stepping on any toes by saying we'd all be masters, so we'd be all right in that game. So, yeah, it'd be all right, I think. The new Masters team division doesn't exist yet, but we'll make it happen just That's for it. you. Nice. Ben Demers here, so she'll get a little four team in. Oh, be and the, go, and the teams of Masters comp. Yeah. Start adding teams. Yeah. Oh. See? Because what that, what that competition say, needs. probably not got enough to do already. I was just going to say, what that competition <coughs> needs is extra divisions. Yeah. As if there weren't. I was going to say there's a lot of splits in there. Nice. Let's go to, to the one you've been dreading. Oh, the movie one? Yeah. Yeah. Who would play you in the CrossFit Buff movie? It's such a weird concept, this. So, like, I was ju- just driving over and I'm thinking, if you... Do you say somebody who's good at acting? Do you say someone who's really popular? Do you say someone who you think then looks like you? I was like, I really don't know. So, l- in the past, people have said to me, I look like Steve-O. Oh, from right. Jackass. Okay, yeah. And, like, having come in from a bit of a skateboarding background, <clears throat> they've always sort of... That's sort of always been around our sort of commu- like community, if you want to call it that, for skateboarding. So I would have to probably just throw Steve over there. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he's he's matured a lot recently. So <laughs> luckily, so <laughs> for himself. Yeah. So he he might be willing to do it. Nice. Now you know that I I like to cast as well, mm-hmm. and I've I've gone a little bit. You know, he's he's acted in things, so he is an actor, but he's more a comedian. I'll take that. <laughs> probably a bit like me. Do you have Russell Kane. Russell Kane. Russell Kane. I don't know. You have to show if you've got a picture of him. Well, he looks all right there. Yeah, fine. I'll take that. Yeah. Thanks. He, he looks like he's also very, um, if you watch him on stage, he like, he moves a lot. Okay. Like when he's on stage, he's very kind of physical in his performance. I get like, it. You can see him lunge across the stage at times and That's, stuff. So I was yeah. like, he's got the energy. He could do it. He could do, <laughs> he could, he could portray you. Russell so. Kane. Russell, Russell Kane, you said. Russell Kane. Right, there I'll you check go. It out. Check right. him out later. I'll see what happens. We're going to talk CrossFit. Mm hmm. Now, normally I like to kind of, I, I, I always, I always struggle between the kind of, how did you get into CrossFit or were yeah. you, you know, what was your background in fitness? Mm-hmm. And, and also the fact that you've told me multiple times that you've got nothing to talk about. You've got no stories, <laughs> but already you've let something slip. Yeah. Skateboarding. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm going to be 42 on Sunday. I have a skateboard. I've skateboarded since I was eight years old. Um, I've always done it. It's always been around. Um, I remember when we first moved to Midsummer and Autumn, where we live now, um, this kid was down, I was going down the road on my bike and this kid was like, Oh, wait, mate, you know, what are you doing? Or I was like, oh, I've just moved in up the road. Like my mum and dad said, I could come down the road and turn right. That was the rules down the road, turn right. There's a park and some stuff to play in. And he said, Oh, right. Yeah. My name's James. And we were chatting around and stuff. And so we sort of started hanging out. And that was in the summer. We moved during the school summer holidays. And then my birthday being November, 
said, oh, well, you know, what are you getting for your birthday? I said, oh, I don't know, you know, what, what do you think? I'm eight years old, it's going to be eight. What do you think? And he said, oh, get a skateboard, mate. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, get a skateboard, everyone's getting skateboards. And they, everyone was getting skateboards. So I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Dad, I want a skateboard, no problem. Straight at the toy shop, 20 quid, the worst board you could buy your son. But I loved it, absolutely loved it. And fortunately, there were some older kids around that were also skateboarding and quite good. And I made lifelong friends for it, as I will get onto later on with here as well. But it just set me up really well. It was good. Interesting. Do you know um, James Gabb? I don't think so. So he, he, he was a member, then mm-hmm. he moved to Bristol. He's now a member again. He's back. So either early mornings or late evenings. Okay. Also a big skateboarder. Oh, so, brilliant. Uh, and um, Hilsey as well. James has got a skateboard. We go. Unfortunately, get he's becoming an international skateboarder because he's off. Oh, yeah, he's off to Japan. Skate, so, so uh... Yeah, a bit of a shame. We never got a chance to skate, actually, James and I. We sort of had a couple of little clicks around in the car yeah. park, but nothing else. Oh, you need to get a quick uh, quick session in. Could like... have a little skate wad. <laughs> skate wad, yeah. There we go. Let's go back to that anniversary wad. So yeah. box jumps, but you've got to ollie up onto the yeah. box. Or a little kickflip in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's sort of like... I wouldn't say that. I mean, I've played rugby for years as well. So the, the, the rugby thing came before the skateboarding. But again, like that sort of set me up to be doing active being outdoors, I guess, as well. You know, I mean, not not so much just sat there as kids do now, play a lot of PlayStation and, and things like that. So, well, I mean, of course, PlayStations hadn't, hadn't been invented yet. Had they, no, uh, they, they we were. Man. What was the, I remember somebody, oh, an Amstrad. There was a kid out of Amstrad with a green and black screen. They were playing, there was a skateboard game called 720. I mean, this must be like 90, I guess, 1990. And uh, yeah, I remember sort of just sitting there amazed at how like this was happening on the computer in front of us. Jump ahead a few years. Did you play mm-hmm. Tony Hawk's? It was on a bit, yeah. It Because, yeah, it's, it's funny. And you're probably going to find this out a bit later on. Like with all the things that I've done, I've really not, I don't really feel like I get sucked into the whole like the good athletes or the good rugby players or the the great skateboarders and all that. I've always sort of just done it because I was doing it. And that's, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, like you, you were saying some stuff about the competitions earlier. And I mean, I, I have I've no clue about the competitions that you're talking about. I've, I watched the games a few times. I watched some of the teens and masters stuff online because of your YouTube feed things. The stuff with Tino was brilliant, by the way. Um, but yeah, like I've never really, I don't feel like I've followed it that hard. I've more so wanted to do it, which is, I don't know. It's always just kind of how it's been for me, I guess. I mean, personally, I think, so I, it's like my rule uh, that I've always had with sort of doing the podcasts and, you know, this, well, this, this podcast is very different because it's for the box, mm-hmm. but the other one I was doing and then now the YouTube stuff and I've kind of, we're on hiatus with the other podcasts and, and one of the reasons is I'm, I have this idea of like, there has to be a balance here. I can't be talking about CrossFit more than I do it. Sure. So if I'm not doing it, so if it's like, oh, I'm missing every class in the evening because I'm too busy making videos and talking about CrossFit, but I'm not actually doing it, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely think if you have to pick, you know, I'd rather you're the, the CrossFit athlete that comes in, does his wad, you know, kind of knows there is the games, yeah, but sure. doesn't really fight, but is like, doing it and getting all the benefits of doing CrossFit yeah. compared to nearly every other sport where people spend all their time watching it, yeah. maybe in the pub, don't actually practice it at all. And it's sort of like, 
Well, that's that's the thing that makes me laugh so much about the rugby because like we played a pretty good level and, and a lot of the times on a Saturday afternoon, you couldn't go and watch Bath, you couldn't go and watch England because you were already playing yourself. And then what we found was when we were going to watch these games, if we had a weekend off or something, the people around you didn't know anything about what they were talking about because they didn't know anything about it. Do you see what I mean? And you're going like, what, what, who are these guys? Like who, you know, where are the rugby players? Oh no, they're playing rugby. You know, you go to like big nowadays, the skateboard events and stuff are mega, you know, and, and there's people there that have never stood on a skateboard, which baffles me. And I think like how, but then I guess they're just appreciating the sport. And then you can say that you're being a little bit like, um, uh, elitist where you're saying like, this is our sport. You can't, can't be involved in it. But also, I think, you know, it's weird where you don't sort of almost don't know how to do it, but you're there supporting it. It's a funny, I don't know, it's a funny line, I guess. Because that's the thing that I I, I think is why I like, why I like watching CrossFit and being Mm. involved in kind of all the the competition side of it is because it's the one thing where when they, you know, like, you know, I've kicked a football, but I can't really put my kind of head in the, like in the headspace of what it is like to be playing at a professional level football for 90 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah, or yeah, rugby yeah. or anything like that. But it must be amazing to do something in front of like 60,000 people. It would be so incredible, yeah. wouldn't it? But it's that. more just even because like if you, like if I've had a kick about with other people, they're also not at the level of these elite players. So it's sort sure. of like, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I can keep up with them and I can play, you know, as good as yeah. they can play. And it's like, yeah, because none of you are really that yeah. good. So it makes sense. Because if you're that good, you're already doing yeah. it. But with CrossFit, because everything is just scalable. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I've I've done that workout and that workout took me 20 minutes mm-hmm. and it took that game's athlete five minutes. It's like so I can exact, you, there's a direct comparison there. Yeah. You can see how, how good they are and you can, or like you've picked up a, because quite often it's it's that they're moving faster, but it's not necessarily that they're moving weights. Like the open, mm. you're, you're doing exactly the same workout, the same yeah. weights. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I know how heavy that dumbbell felt for me. So now I, you can really appreciate what they're able to do. Absolutely. And what I think, I mean, having, again, like I have watched some of the game stuff and I have watched some stuff on YouTube and that, but what I do think is absolutely incredible is like, you know how hard that bit is. You know how buried you were halfway through that and they're still powering through. And I'm just like, that's really cool. Yeah. I, it always catches me. I think, yeah, that's really cool. And then they're like, and that's event one of the day. Yeah. There's two more to come. Yeah. And then and you're like, oh, if I'd done that. I'll go home and cry on the sofa for an hour. <laughs> and probably take the day off tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Now, here's another interesting thing. Yeah. You started skateboarding at eight. Yeah. But rugby five. came before that five. Yeah, five years old, yeah. So uh, how did that come? Oh, so my folks, my folks are, essentially my folks are from London. So when they moved down, they moved down as two couples. So my mum and dad together and their best friends together. Their son was playing rugby. He's a couple of years older than me. And Sunday morning, they were like, oh, you know, Bob's playing rugby. Do you fancy, like, running it? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, why not? And I remember clear as day, like, I ran up there. This guy got the ball, ran past me. I was like, don't think much of that. So he went to run past me a bit later on. So I tripped him over, like, a football tackle. And the coach was like, no, 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 you can't do that. You're supposed to, like, tackle him, put your arms around and, like, bash him like this. And that was me for the rest of, well, my rugby career for another 30 years. Getting called stop oh, tripping just, people up. No, just <laughs> smashing people down. That was all I was really there for, I think. I don't know. There's a few guys who have played with us that come to the gym. Like we used to play against Smithy and that when we were um in the same like level. But um yeah, so I I just I always feel like I was just a tackle and that's that's it. Although I did run about a bit, I guess. Yeah, I picked it up pretty young. 
<laughs> I just like the idea that you just stood in one spot. You're just like, if anyone comes to <laughs> anyone me, comes to me, you're in my channel, you're getting nailed. But yeah, so, so and I, I mean, to be fair, like I stuck with rugby. I've always stuck to stuck with rugby. I would still play rugby now if I hadn't had to retire. Um, it it was brilliant. Now there's an interesting word oh, there. You've done the thing, haven't you? <laughs> you had to retire. Yeah. Right. What happened? So, well, I mean, like take a little step back, like skateboarding and rugby are both terrible for your body. I've had multiple breaks of multiple bones, loads. I've got a metal ankle. I've got metal in my face. I've had shoulder operation. I've had knee operation. Um, I'm, <laughs> this is what we were joking about earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the final, like the final thing for me was, um, Five or six years ago, we were playing like a, pr- a pretty good level. We we're playing like Southwest One, so like that's the south of Eng- southwest of England, basically. Um, and I just got really unlucky, pinched the ball off somebody, turned, started running, got tackled. The next bloke running in hit me in the side of the head, right, um, with his knee. So he smashed my temple, smashed my eye socket, smashed my cheekbone. So I've got an L-shaped bracket in my cheek holding it together. And I've got like a C-shaped bracket around my eye socket holding that together. You look a bit like a kind of Terminator when he's had... It's weird. Well, on the x-rays, it looks like someone's dropped a bike chain in my face. Really? So, yeah. But I think it would be the same for all the people because that's that's what the the kit that they use to to knit your bones back together looks like. The same with the ankle. I've got like... I broke it skateboarding in Paris. um, And then... What? Are you doing the thing again? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So we were were skateboarding... um, I think I was about 22, so 20, 20, no, what was it? 2002, 2002, sorry. Um, we were sort of filming for a magazine and like doing a bit of a documentary. So we used to like do like a bit of media stuff, I suppose, in those days with skateboarding. And um, we were in Paris and we were skating a handrail and I sort of, my warm up trick ended up with me snapping my ankle in half, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Now, now you've said a couple of times, oh, you're doing the thing. Now, people listening yeah. might not know what the thing is. Oh, and, sorry, and, and the yeah, thing is basically that we've had this discussion of you saying, oh, I don't know if I've really got anything to say. And I say, well, that's what everyone says. And then we start speaking and they start coming out with stuff. And I'm like, you know, and I used some examples that were quite true. They yeah. happened on the podcast, yeah, but they were yeah. quite kind of like ex- extremes. And you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, nothing like that. And then we've gone from like, <laughs> I've got, you know, half my face has been replaced and yeah and i, I was you know and, and then even oh I, yeah and my ankle is also metal because i yeah. broke that while skateboarding that. which is like twice there we go and, and you know even the statement kind of I, I broke it while skateboarding i'd be like fair enough you know i broke my arm playing football that's easy but yeah the 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 addition of in oh paris. in paris yeah. for a, some media we were doing for skateboarding like yeah. do you know what i mean it yeah. just so what were you talking about when you said you've got no story? Yeah, I know. It's I just it just seems like a few minutes ago that's all that. <laughs> As the numbers keep creeping up, the memory keeps creeping back. So yeah, we were out there filming and yeah, just I fell off the handrail wrong, stepped on the edge of a curb, um and just snapped my ankle. I just picked it up in my jeans and my foot was like floppy and I was like, "Oh, it's definitely broke." And the lads were like, "Oh, what should we do?" And I said, "Well, well, good job you were in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, well, I said probably should go to the hospital. So we got in the taxi and went to the hospital. And I remember I said to the taxi driver, closest hospital, please. And he said, you can go to the closest hospital or the best hospital. I said, mate, I don't care. Like, closest hospital. He said, you're lucky because that's the best one. Oh. And I, I remember him like he's joking. 
I'm in the car like, in so much pain. Yeah. So we got to the hospital and like I phoned my mum. I was like on this bed. I was like, phone my mum. The, the doctors let me phone. I was like, all right, mum. She goes, I've just got home from work. Everything all right? I'm in hospital. I've broken my leg. She's like, all right, cool. Well, just give us a ring later and then we'll speak to you then. And she hung, literally hung up on me. I was like, oh, mint. So, but they put me straight in. I had, a, I had it plated and pinned like straight away. So that was really good. Um, and I was in hospital there for a week and then came back and it was all good. Got fit again and broke it exactly a year later. Same one? Same one, playing rugby. Playing rugby? Oh, yeah. oh so you've done yeah. both. Skateboarding, yeah. rugby. Rugby so, was like, hey, I said, we can't, both bad for you. <laughs> we can't let skateboarding get away with this. No. We're, you know. So yeah, so then a year later, it was almost to the day, like the end of April, we were on a rugby tour in Torquay. Um, I went to sidestep somebody. I was running, which was weird. So yeah, I must have had the ball that time instead of tackling. So yeah, I went to sidestep somebody and I basically just snapped my own ankle. Because your bones bend a little bit, right? Yours do. Well, but, no, mine break. <laughs> oh, yeah, bones bend a little bit. But where the metal plate was, it focused all the en- energy to that point. Right. So what happens, where the, bend, where the bone had flexed, the top of the metal plate had just basically taken all the stress and it had broken it again. So they just put a bigger plate in and more screws. Nice. Upgrade. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I think that's all the metal work covered now. Nice. That's Go, me. Going on holiday with you must be incredible. Like, it does. Just going through know, the airport. You should make a gun out of titanium because it doesn't go off. Is it not? Or oh. plastic, I guess. Okay. Now, we're not endorsing on the podcast. No, that anybody course, does yeah. make a gun out of titanium. I don't even like guns, so. <laughs> right. So, okay. So you, you had to retire. Yes. Uh, how old were you when you kind of stopped playing? I want to well, it was about... F- I want to say five years. So let's say 36. Okay. So then... Oh, so not that long ago. No. So I have to retire from rugby, something that I've done for 30 years. Love it. Really, really committed to it. Um, and I was absolutely gutted. Like, at the time, I remember saying to somebody, because the rugby club didn't want me to leave because I was, like, I like to think an all right player, so they wanted me around. Um so they were sort of gutted that I had to had to retire. I was gutted. And I kept saying it was like a divorce where nobody wanted to break up. And it was really tough. So I would do things like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, I'll, I'll go to the rugby club because that's all I really knew. I'll go up to the rugby club and see the guys. And I'm standing around watching the boys training. And I'm trying to help a little bit. And I just, just was found it so tough. Like, uh, I don't... I don't really subscribe to that. I was depressed sort of setup, but I was, I was pretty lost to be fair. Um, so I thought, all right, I'll try, I'll do a bit of cycling. So I get the bike out. I do 20, 30 miles, whatever it might have been. Rubbish, not interested, boring. I go back on the skateboard. If it's raining, you're not skateboarding. So you're stuck in a bit. So, and I just, I didn't know what to do. Tried tennis. Tennis was good. Actually got into that, played for about a month and the league was on a, Friday evening, seven till 10. I was like, mate, I haven't had a Friday evening for 20 odd years because of rugby. Like, I don't fancy playing tennis now. Um, yeah, and I was just sort of kicking around, trying to sort of do a few bits, trying to stay fit and not really achieving it, to be fair. So how did you, how did you come across CrossFit? So I say the old gym. What I mean is one stick. Right. So when people say the old gym, you can tell how long they've been a member. Because if you say the old gym, if you say, you remember oh, a long Shaxx's time, garage. Well, and you then see, you're I wasn't like, there at that you're... point. Then you're really OG. But yeah, so... No, you're, you're, you're like me. I'm mid, Wansdyke mid-OG, is the old, the old gym. Yeah. yeah. So at Wansdyke, um, 
when they were in there, my friends were running like the print and art studios next door. Do you remember their t-shirt pressing place? Uh, Memory screen. So they do the t-shirts and stuff now for for the guys here. Um, And I just come, I I was in Bath looking at some work and I sort of, oh, just pop in and see the boys and have a cup of tea. And I remember now I like pulled in, so a few cars around, bit bit tight. Like, so I looked about and I was like, right, what's that? And this guy was like throwing a ball up against the wall. I was like, bloody hell, that looks hard. Now look across and there's a guy skipping, shirt off, like pretty stacked, I think. I mean, I, I can't remember what it was. And then, um, uh, what was it? The wall ball? It was skipping. Oh, and the box jumps. Remember, Al, Al Howard was there doing box jumps. I'm sure it was Al. And I was like, like, so I'm in that sort of uh, like open courtyardy bit. Yeah. So I'm walking past it like, oh, sorry, mate. You know, like got it. I bang on the door like, all right, lads, you're coming. I was like, what's that? And they went, we knew you'd like that. <laughs> and I was like, what are they doing? Craig, Craig, who, I don't know if you know Craig, but Craig's like one of the bosses there. He says, go over the other side, go and see Ollie. I was like, okay, right. I was like, all right, mate, what's that? Ollie's like, functional fitness, functional fitness, is CrossFit, you know, he starts talking to me. I'm like, just take my money. He goes, well, I said, intro. I was like, when's the intro? It was about this time of year as well. So it's probably like my CrossFit anniversary as well, to be fair. He's like, oh, that, well, is, that is funny because my, my CrossFit anniversary and my wedding anniversary are saying, the same day. Oh, wow. Well, you can't forget them then. <laughs> exactly. So, so Ollie's like... A few years apart. Ollie's like, take my money. Uh, sorry, I'm like, take my money. And Ollie says, well, intros are on. Uh, I think it was a Tuesday and a Thursday. So the following week, I'm in Tuesday evening, eight-ish, I think, I guess. It, I, mean, I don't know. But I'm in, I'm in on the Tuesday evening. And they're like, right, okay, yeah. And then like, you could come Thursday. And I was like, yeah, brilliant. So I did the first one. Next one's Thursday. And I'm like, this is good. And they said, oh, Sunday mornings, if you feel like you missed anything or you want to come in, they do like a sort of a little bit of a catch up. So I came in on the, on the Sunday morning and I remember now, I can't remember who the coach was, but they were like, all right, all right, Jack, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, well, I know you said it was like a catch up in case you missed anything, but I really liked it. So I thought I'd come on the Sunday as well. They're like, oh, yeah, you, you're not really meant to do. I was like, I'm, oh, I'm literally here. Like, just let's go. And that was it. I was in. I was totally in. So, uh, and already manipulating the system from day one, yeah, <laughs> trying to sort of bend the rules a little bit. But yeah, and, and it, it's so, I tried so hard not to do CrossFit. Really? Well, this is why I tried all the other stuff because there was a couple like Sam Pullin. Yeah. So Sam and I played rugby together for a bit and he was like, Oh, you'll love CrossFit. There was another guy who was pretty good from Cheltenham. He was really into CrossFit and he was, they were like, you would just love it because you love training. I was like, I don't know, all that taking your shirt off. And I'm the bloody shirt off guy now. It's annoying. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, it's strange seeing you sat here with your shirt on. <laughs> but yeah, so I tried not to do it, but I don't know. I just, I'd not, I don't know. I, I didn't really know enough about it to be fair. But like I said, once I got in the door, yeah. like I'm trying to book extra classes. I'm trying to like, can I, Emma, can I come Saturday morning? She's like, my wife, Emma, not sorry, not Emma Dean. I'm like, oh, can I go sat him? Well, we I'll I'll come back. I'll do the open at eight and then come back. You know, so, but it's great. It's really, really good. And for me, like, I really like training. You know, it's perfect. There's no, there's no, there's no pressure. It's brilliant. That is interesting. That that, that it's it's fun. Um, I, I've got oh, I've got a couple of follow up questions. To mm. this. I'm trying to. So, you'd heard you'd heard about CrossFit and everything you'd heard was positive and that you'd really like it. Had you also heard like 
horror stories of CrossFit or negative <laughs> stuff? Because I'm, I'm wondering if there was a reason. Not really. No, it's just it, it, like I said earlier about like when you can be a little bit like overprotective about your sport sometimes. So like I think we all sort of I say we I'm still I still say that I'm a skateboarder. I still say that I'm a I mean I still skateboard. Um, I don't play rugby, but I think you sort of feel like you're a rugby player, not a crossfitter. You feel like you're a skateboarder, not a rugby. I mean, skateboarding and rugby don't mix at all, you know. So I think I sort of was like, I don't, no, I don't feel like I'm, I'm. That's my thing, you know. But like Sam was really positive about it. There's another guy from the club that I spoke to about it, and they were, but I didn't really know the like horror stories. There was no like terribly yeah. off-putting things. And people saying, oh, you know, you have to do like a hundred burpees in five minutes. I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'm in. Like, let's go. I know you love burpees. I do like a burpee. Yeah. yeah. We've Weird. done some together. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that was good. We, what was the thing we did? Well, you were doing, you like were 2000, I think. You were doing, month. yeah, like a month of yeah. a load of burpees. Yeah. And then, but I kept annoying everybody. And then it was a, a kids because, class. So we had, the kids right, were we in a kids Sunday. class and we just went in the corner and I just helped you out by doing, mm. A stupid number of burpees that for me I didn't have to do. No, that's true. I wasn't actually. part of this thing. Well, I didn't have to do it. I just but silly sort of a, you'd agree did to a bit it. of a gentleman's agreement. And to you're, do a, it. you're a man of your word, yeah. so no take backs. Okay, so Emma, mm-hmm. not Emma Dean. Yeah, <laughs> we've clarified that. Yeah, your your dear wife Emma, mm-hmm. who is also a member. She is. Yeah, a great member. Yeah, we've done classes together. Sure. Yeah, never late. She's evenings, always on time. Like me, who was late this afternoon. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I, I do, I think we've got actually quite a similar schedule because I do the evening quite often when she does the evening. Yeah. But then also one of the morning classes I do That's right. is I a similar so, time yeah. to one of the ones she does as well. So she was letting you go to CrossFit initially. Yeah. What happened that then, I mean, obviously this is her episode. We'll get yeah, her on to, to, to tell oh, us yeah, the other brilliant. side. I can nominate her. Brilliant. You can get on the seat. Um, 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 Oh, how do I word this without getting in trouble? It's, I came back from CrossFit. Like, I, I think she was happy to let me go because it was clear that she I was a bit lost. Not, but not even, yeah, not even so much that. I was totally lost. Like, I needed some exercise. I needed to be active. And even though sometimes in my job I can be a little bit active, it's not as much as you'd want to be. So I think we ticked that box initially. Like, she realized that I, I wasn't happy. Um, she realized that physically I wasn't getting what I needed. Um, so she sort of understood that probably if I let him go to CrossFit, he might be a bit nicer. He might be a bit more relaxed. He might be a bit happier. And again, like having the injury that I had, it was a major, I mean, I had concussion for 18 months. I didn't know where I was. I would get, I didn't know where the car was in the supermarket. I, w- I would go to the shop with a list and come back with the wrong stuff. I was in a mess. So she, I think she sort of saw that this was a, as, as was a sort of pathway to a, a better me, if you want to, if you want to say that. Um, so I came back and I was like, right, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. She's like, sounds terrible. And I was like, it, it, it's really good. <laughs> you would hate it, but it's really good. And then I think, I think, and I'm thinking I'm right in saying like, I, I lost some weight. I was probably better in myself and I think Emma realized that you know what like it isn't just pushing massive weights and doing burpees all the time and there is a whole 
sort of lifestyle change, which I mentioned a little bit right at the start. You know, like I, I've made lots of changes and, and we have as a family as well. And I think that sort of turned her head a little bit. And she sort of, well, you, you, you're doing all right here. You're doing all right. And then she came along and she sort of, M's, I think it's fair to say, like M sometimes isn't that confident with stuff like this. And she doesn't really want to be out in front of everybody doing the workout and stuff like that. But like, we're not all there looking at each other. You're there to do your workout. You know, it's not like we're all, oh, you go, I go and stuff. Um, and yeah, and she, she, she's pretty consistent. She's pretty consistent. I mean, it, it's hard for him because she does the stuff with the kids. I leave really early for work. I get home late. So she does a lot of things with the kids. So she has a little bit of a snag now and again where she might miss a few, but she's pretty consistent, which is cool because I mean, I love it here <laughs> and she seems to love it here as well. Actually, she's made some really good friends. I definitely think that I know Ollie often kind of mentioned that the one of the, like the biggest ads for CrossFit is just that it's effective, and I think that's you know and that's obviously if you live with someone and then they can see that change mm. and they'll be like oh clearly this worked because they probably also saw you know every other attempt at fitness someone's done and it's like well that didn't really work for them and that didn't really work for them and then they see something that's really effective so it's understandable that they might be like well actually but I think like it's fair to say like M would. Um she would get caught up in the next thing, let's say. So like the next thing might be the um, the guy on the video, like you do the DVD with the chap, I can't remember what it was called. And like, so everyone was doing that, you know, so there was a DVD that showed up and then it was like, everyone's... Please tell me it was Tybo. I don't know. <laughs> I, and then there was like a, um, the, uh, what was she doing? Like the trampolining sort of like disco thing. There was loads of stuff. And like, to be fair, Em was always trying to do something. And she was really like, she said, oh, you know, I want to sort of take care of myself. But the CrossFit one, I mean, A, is, A has worked for me and everybody else who comes here, but also has really worked well for him as well. I also think it's really convenient. I just, I just think with all of these things, like even, you know, in your mind, you're like DVD at home. Nothing could be more convenient. I stick yeah. in a DVD. I do what it says. But you, just having to like stick in the DVD find the time at home it's just so much harder to find the time at home because you're at home so all the other things are around whereas i just love like the there's a class you know that if you don't get if you you know if you want to do that class you've got to be there at that time Mm -hmm. and that's the time of the class and And that's kind of it yeah (laughs) oh yeah okay you can you can (laughs) don't let the coaches hear me says but you can be you know a little bit late yeah fair enough you're still in but like if you miss your class that's sort of it yeah and then when you get there it's like this is the warm-up This is the workout. Mm -hmm. Here's your cool down. Go home. And it's just like... And I think, like, for me, like, when I was looking for something, I could have joined a gym, right? I've I've been to the gym. When I was playing rugby, me and my mates were pushing weights. I didn't know what we were doing. I just wanted to be bigger so that it didn't hurt so much when I tried to tackle people. I didn't have a clue. But come here, like, for someone to tell me, do this, like, that works. Like, if you tell me to do it, training-wise, I'll do it, like, all day. If you tell me to do box jumps, I'll do them till you say stop. And that 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 really works for me. But I think I like to think like I'm quite an easy student, but like for some people that need maybe a little bit more help and stuff, the the support that they get here. And the same for Em, like you know, Em, em hadn't done stuff like this until she got here and she's flying through it now. It's brilliant. Nice, good. And, it's, like and, and ad, it's like a real advert for the gym. This, isn't yeah. It? Well, and then we go back to power couple, don't we? That's that's, oh, well, that's why yeah. we started it. Yeah, maybe we started that way. Where that maybe. Way. So you said you made lots of changes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that? I'm, I'm always curious about that because I think you get some people that 
it's like I'll come in and do loads of fitness so that I don't have to make changes, right? It's like, oh, I love yeah. to eat cake, so yeah. I'm just going to work out but harder. You, and then, so you're sort of just sitting on the, you're just balancing the scale basically yeah. for that. So, yes. and, and to be, and like, we know that you're not really balancing the scale because no, you're not always... working hard enough to burn for that cake, right? That's the problem. Oh, yeah. I, well, that was one thing that baffled me when we first started here and they were talking about rowing calories and calories on the assault bike and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, I've never counted calories ever, right? So they're like, oh, I'll do like 20 calories and that. So I'm like, all right. And then, and then I realized like a, a few weeks later, somebody said something about, I don't know. I didn't, again, I don't know what the measurements are, but like a packet of crisps was like 350 calories or something. I was like, what? That's loads. I mean, I don't eat crisps, but I was like, that's a, that's a lot of calories. But for me, like two years ago, so I mentioned my birthday's coming up. So I was four, I was turning 40. It was the summer I was turning 40 and Al Harwood put something up on his Instagram and was like, I'm here. I, I can't remember what it caught my eye, but it was like, I'm here. Or if you want a bit of coaching or you want some, and I was like, yeah, I kind of looked at it and I didn't do anything for a few weeks. And I looked at it, I didn't do anything for a bit. And I was like, all right, Al, like, I don't really know what I want to do, but I'm going to be 40 and I wouldn't mind sort of just tightening up the bolts, a little, tightening up the bolts a little bit. <laughs> Quite literally, um, yeah. Okay. Um, and it was weird. Like I, like I've ch- totally ch- and the nutrition thing that we did when we were at the football club. Still, do you yep. remember that? So we got into to- that total well. challenge, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was like I remember the breakfast thing. Like I'm my trade is a bit constructiony, so there's a lot of bacon sandwiches for breakfast, fry ups and stuff. So between me not playing rugby and then joining the gym and and there was, I was eating like absolute trash all the time. You know, I'm driving quite a lot. I'll go to McDonald's. I'm driving quite a lot. I was eating rubbish. So I was saying to Al, like, you know, I want to, want to sort of probably make some better changes. Well, some better habits, sorry, is what we sort of said we were going to do. Um, you know, and, and playing rugby, I was drinking loads of beer, you know, training Tuesday night, few beers after training, training Thursday night, few beers after training, match, loads of beers after training, Sunday, go and coach with the kids, couple of beers at lunchtime so you with know, the kids well maybe not with the kids but you know those sorts of things you you don't realize you're in a funny lifestyle where you're drinking a lot you know you're eating a lot of crap um and i think like i never really wanted it to be like we we're saying about it being a balance it wasn't really so much that it was just i just realized it wasn't the right way to be going and like i like the, the little sentence that al and i came up with and i was like I don't want to be like a washed up 40 year old saying I can't do stuff because I'm not fit enough. And that was the thing that really sort of stuck with me. Like my son is going to be nine in a few weeks time, like to not be able to ride the bike up the road with him or to not chuck a ball around in the garden or play a bit of cricket or kick a ball around or whatever, to not be able to do that. And there's people that can't, you know, that are younger than us. There's people that can't do that. And that just blows my mind. You're not, it's not even so much that you're not giving yourself the best chance. You're not giving your kids the best chance. So those sorts of things, like we changed the food habits, we changed. And again, that stems a little bit from that nutrition thing that they did um, at the football club or the old box, if you want to call it that. Um, but I've made like, you know, like this morning, because it's my birthday this weekend, the last bought me a bacon sandwich. I probably haven't had one for about a month. You know, I eat yogurt in the mornings. You know, I I don't, finish all the plates at the dinner table in the evening which i used to do 
You know, I don't eat the kids' foods. I don't, if they haven't eaten their lunchbox, I don't finish the stuff out of the lunchbox. So those sorts of things, you know, I actually really did, which has been pretty good, I think. Uh, have you found, because I, you know, I, I, I find like the eating side of it really kind of, yeah, easy to, like, I, I love, I've got a, a big sweet tooth. So I, you know, okay. like biscuits, I don't have a cake, sweet tooth. things like that. I'd be more than happy to, to eat all of that and, and then, you know, I, I lived in Italy for a long time, so I, I like a, you know, a glass of wine mm-hmm. in the evening, mm-hmm. every evening. <laughs> but when, uh, but particularly if I've got something like we've got the, the giraffe long coming up. Yeah. Now, I have no intention of like smashing that because I'm very aware of my abilities. But you're just like, oh, I just want to give myself the best chance to kind of be okay to mm-hmm. survive it. So I'm like, so I'm, I've not been drinking for a while because I'm just like, yeah, I've got to you know like make those little changes because i know mm. that it will help mm-hmm. down the line and I'm, I'm a bit more conscious about what i'm eating because i'm like oh again you know and that's why i've said this before that's why i quite like training at eight o'clock in the evening because through the day it forces me to think oh, yeah, about to everything sort of like, everything i put in i'm like is this going to help me later today or is this going to be you know am i going to be doing 100 burpees with this in my okay. stomach and like oh so um so i always wonder if you know if, if it is that kind of trying to yeah like balance the scales or it's uh oh i want to change so i can perform in so it's like for me it's more because you know look at me i'm tiny it's not like oh yeah. i need to lose weight it's more like oh i want to make sure I'm, what i'm eating helps me to perform then obviously there's other people that it's like no i need to i want to make sure that the performance is kind of outdoing what i'm eating so that i'm you know losing weight because that's my goal or whatever it may be yeah so well, that, i mean certainly certainly for me i did want to trim down a little bit and lose a couple of kilos which i did but like I, I never weighed myself. Like I, I had never weighed myself, and I stood on the scales and I said, "Right, this is how much I weigh." To Alec, and he went, "All right, fine." And then I, and he, and I took some pictures and stuff, and I was like, "Right, this is how much I weigh." And it, and then and then I looked again, and I was like, "Yeah, you haven't been playing rugby for a little while." But you, you don't realize, you know, how much training I was doing. I, I didn't realize because I was balancing the scales properly and getting away with it. Like that, that was sort of. I couldn't believe it actually to see it. Yeah. And actually what happened after the, I think we did the little plan for about five or six months. And after that, like it was a world of difference. I definitely think yeah, like if, cause obviously if, you know, you're talking about like how much you were drinking and eating mm. and all of that, but with the amount you were training and the rugby and all of that, mm. obviously if you weren't balancing the scales at that point, you'd have noticed and you'd have been like, Oh, I'm, you know, oh, yeah. I'm gaining weight all the time kind of thing. And earlier you'd have addressed it. And it wasn't until you took away the rugby and the training and all yeah. of that and you probably weren't eating and drinking as much as then but well, what you what you've taken away from the training compared to what you took away kind of from the eating now the scales weren't balanced mm. and i know for me like during covid the, the first lockdown i was doing all the zoom classes i was training pro- i was probably training more not not necessarily better but more than before what i was losing is that i wasn't working mm-hmm. and when i was working i was walking all day and like even just to start my day back then i was living in coom down so i would walk from coom down into the center of bath wow. to start like you know every other day i was doing that walk kind of just to start and then working that's a 10 hour day and then coming in and training in the Gosh. evenings yeah that's a lot of steps surely. and so just not doing that i realized oh man like that's a, that's actually a, a huge amount of my fitness mm. is not in the gym and sort of when that was taken away i was like oh I really need to be careful about what I'm eating and drinking. Yeah. And it, it it was funny though because like I, I almost like blindly just been 
treading water through like what what had been going on and I didn't hadn't really even thought about it but that little post and it's funny like I I would like to think like a quite good mates of our now and like that little sort of bonding thing that we did for those six months was really good and uh yeah I'm pretty thankful to him actually so I don't know if I've probably haven't ever told him that or probably told him too much one or the other and then now you've said it publicly as well so <laughs> well yeah that's true <laughs> nice okay wow for someone that had no stories and nothing to say, you've <laughs> definitely got a lot of stories and a lot to say. That's nice. It's just like, it's funny here, like, because again, going back to saying about not really try, trying not to sort of join now and, and even, yeah, even every week you sort of meeting new people and getting on with people. And I, like, I'm, I still think now, like, I've got mates here, like Smithy, right? I'm really good mates with Smithy. I spent 10 years trying to punch him in the head because he was on the opposition. And like now we're real good mates. Like Will, I didn't know Will. We're like best mates now. It's brilliant. As, as, as he told me when I came oh, in today, yeah, and he yeah, said, he said, uh, <laughs> he said, he said I had his best mate on the pod today. Yeah, so he's a nice. good guy. He was funny because when I first joined, we joined at a similar time, and I'd come from like a bit of a team thing. He'd come from swimming, and like I was at the back, like people were mucking up, like uh, people were taking it really seriously, and I'm like trying to sort of crack jokes. And I remember now, I bent down to do a little deadlift and he smacked my bum and I was like, yeah, I missed that. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, we'll get on quite well, I think you and me. And that sort of worked. And again, like since we started, we've been really, really, really good mates now. Love it. That is an interesting way to finish the podcast. Yeah. That anecdote. He'll be pleased he got in the pod as well. <laughs> Speaking of getting in on the pod, I'll give you an opportunity to, to throw out a few names of people you think should come on. Do I throw Emma under the bus? I mean, I'll say Emma. She'll not be happy. I think um, I just saw him training a little bit earlier. Alex Field and Cook would be good. Has he been on? Uh, he is. Yeah. Next. Let me just check the. Uh, Have you got a schedule? Yeah, we've not confirmed the time. So he he. But um, I believe we are recording next Friday. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, he would be good. Uh, let me uh, let me think who else. I mean, Minty's good. Like, Paul Minty's good. I mean, the problem is I just see the people at five, really. Yeah, but, but I don't see the people at five. Right. So that's okay, the yeah. Po- that kind of works the other way then, doesn't it? Yeah, Minty's a good guy, I think. Um, who are the people? Like, Dean Omani? Like, when I first joined, Dean was here. Like, Dean spoke to me. But I don't know if he'd want to do it. I don't know. I've said Emma. I've said Alex. I'll say Dean. But okay. We'll see. Nice. It just makes my life easier when I can walk up to them and say, look, I, it's not that I want you on. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants yeah, you. Everybody, particularly Jack. Yeah. But everybody, <laughs> but mostly Jack. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I've learned a lot. I'm coming in with a metal detector next. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be the only one, don't forget. There's still a few. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's... And also, I mean, the, I think the rugby team we could form just from the members of CrossFit Bath would be something quite impressive as well. Yeah. So could have like a metal pairs <laughs> wad. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's more people with bits of metal floating around their body than than without. Uh, You'd be surprised, I think. Yeah, you should do that. Just have like a metal club. We have a metal club. No metal detectors, though. Uh, that way, I can sneak in. <laughs> yeah, true. true. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Jack. I know you're about to go and train because you're a savage. And you know. oh, look at the wrong clock. Yeah. yeah, we'll get a bit in. We might get a bit in now, yeah. Yeah, you've got, oh, you've got loads of time, don't worry. Cool. And um, thank you everyone for listening, and hopefully we'll be back. So I, I don't know if the next one will be um, with Alex, or I'm hopefully also going to record something with Part of the Solution be 
for the duathlon. So that's both on the same Friday, maybe right. those recording sessions. So we'll see what happens and what comes out first. But um, anyway, who cares? We'll wait and see. It'll be in your feed. Enjoy it. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you everyone for listening. And uh, let's see what happens next week. <laughs>